Whoa! Talking about the Yanks. Mm-hmm. Steven Jennings season. Ooh. Think so. Oh. Oh. Hello and welcome to the final players profile and projection here on Talking Yanks, where we've been doing an episode a day every day until opening day. And today we have kind of the top prospects, the guys that you got to keep an eye on in AAA or AA that might get called up or traded. Peraza. Becomes this guy. Originally, when we drafted up these last two episodes, we didn't know who was going to get the shortstop and who was going to get this app. And it turns out as Wald or Oswald. You really got to hit the Oswald. But you can say when it's Waldo, you can say like the Oswald. But it's Oswald Peraza. Jake, that's a big one. And I think people are going to be interested with the Martian since he tore up spring training. And as a Martian. He is a Martian. That's kind of the big thing uh, about him. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, Dominguez had the monster spring. Excited to talk about him a little bit. Um, Peraza uh, becomes a really interesting conversation because he is, <laughs> he's 22. Uh, he turns 23 in June. So uh, that's still kind of crazy to wrap your head around. Uh with some of the ages of these guys. I mean, Johnny Brito, who's now breaking camp with the team, basically. He's uh, he's 25 years old. <laughs> he's he's a year and a half older than Davey. So, um, it, it's always interesting with prospects. And now, Perazer, as Joe's McFly calls him, uh, he's in an interesting area. Uh, you know, they definitely want to get him reps at AAA and obviously pad the stats up there. Like, if hey, if you think you're a major league guy, the best way to show that is to go to AAA and rake. Um, that's what Brandon Drury did, uh, and he hated that. Yeah, he he like hated that. that for himself. It was like everyone knows I'm a major because he guy. wasn't 22 years old. He'd played years of major league baseball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think if you're Peraza, head down, you know, rip it, put up some numbers. Uh, I think it's very interesting uh, when an infield injury strikes, depending where the Yankees are at with their outfield and who's performing out there. Is Peraza the first call? Because again, that doesn't mean you're necessarily getting playing time where IKF can be a backup at the infield positions Mm -hmm. where it may be more valuable to the Yankees to wait for a, a bigger injury to happen or, you know, Peraza got a cup of coffee where again, the stats look really good. He, if he kills it in triple a, you now have a, a guy that's supposed to be a glove for a shortstop. That's been ripping it up who could be a massive trade piece if a Brian Reynolds or something like that ever breaks. So that's that's kind of the what to watch for with him this year. Boone had a really weird quote about him, yeah. um, which I think you need to hear the way Booney was saying it to change it. Recently, he's had some nice quotes about uh, Oswald where he said, we still think he's going to have a long big league career as a shortstop. Our message is to go handle your business down there. Go work and get better each and every day. The situation can change quickly. And yeah, man, like he could be on the team in three days. We've had that happen a lot of years. Yeah. The first two weeks, someone comes up and it's their position for a while now. You know, that has happened. Yeah. 
I, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about the Glaber-DJ Donaldson uh, rotation so much. Uh, I mean, you know, we've seen a couple of those guys get hurt, I think, as of last season. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, knock on the wood of all wood, but, you know, if, <laughs> if something were to happen to Volpe, I think Peraza's our starting shortstop. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the season can instantly get put on its head where um, – like we've talked about, and you know, it's been kind of kind of the most office gossip the past couple of days. Is where where do the Yankees really stand on Oswald Peraza? Because there's high notes and there's low notes too. Um, but I I guess the thing I've come back to, and I my had a Wake and Jake talking about it the other day. I, the thing I keep coming back to is they did try to trade Glaber last year, and it was done, and it was for a pitcher. Yeah, You know, as for a starting pitcher, which, you know, like we've talked about with this Yankees infield and, you know, <laughs> the fact that Oswaldo Cabrera can play and was an infielder is an, another wrinkle in this system. But I do think the Yankees have one of their boards that has Peraza and Volpe. I, I think they're open to the concept because the other thing with that, say these two stick, whether it's short in third or short in second or whatever it may be, if you have two cost-controlled infielders and you're the New York Yankees, that opens up so many doors for you guys. Like, currently think about what our third baseman is making. 20-plus mil. And he's going to be on the team for one more year. Like, is Peraza in the running for that? I have no idea. Um, this feels like the pivot swing year, right? He got called up. They kind of tried to jeter him, and then they needed him that... A big triple-A, or if he ends up on the team getting run, okay, then Peraza either has plans with the Yankees or he's a massive trade piece, or it's like, okay, what's going on? I think him and Glaber are definitely going to be part of trade talks. And I don't really know if I want to lose Glaber. Like, if yeah. he's playing well, he was a valuable piece last year, Sands one month. But... They're going to move Peraza to third? Because can Oswaldo just become a third baseman? Cabrera? I don't know. I'm very interested to see. He will be called up at some point. Like, get they're going to rip the bandaid off on using the option because they know it's going to happen. And much like we saw with Clint, like he would be up and down, up and down, up and down for pieces and different places and injury help right away. I, I guess the only caveat to that, which we mentioned briefly, would uh, it would be interesting if let, let's if IKF's not playing at all, if he's in a Marwin like bench role, he is a reserve infielder, and we do have other infielders. Like we've talked about the Glaber Donaldson rotation, that if if those guys are playing well, could they bring up Ortega Calhoun or one of those guys to be an outfielder? Well, it depends on the need for sure, but right. Um, if shortstop's hurt, Volpe gets hurt, or Volpe, oh. his leash runs out, he's up. And then, you know, DJ, Donaldson, four of the infielders can't play short. Right. And if Oswaldo Cabrera is everyday outfield reps, right. well, then he's not going to be a backup infielder. So it's very interesting. Um, well, hopefully Peraza is ready and is not, like, too bummed out about this and... Takes it in stride, which is tough to do. It's tough when you're 22, man, and I that that's where he, Volpe's been behind him his whole right? minor league career. 
right? Right. He goes to high A while Volpe's in A. He goes to double A, Volpe goes to high A. He goes to triple A, Volpe goes to double A. He goes to the bigs, Volpe goes to triple A. Like, really, what if the only reason they brought Peraza up, up last year was to yeah, get Volpe, Volpe those 20 games or whatever it was, 20 at-bats at triple A before the season ended? What if that was the only reason? I'm... I don't think so. I think the Yankees also had some other problems at shortstop that (laughs) that got shown uh, at the end of the year. But you mean that guy who's not playing? Volpe is, uh, you know, he he was he was and is the prize possession. Peraza kind of appeared uh, after you know a twenty twenty one where where Volpe took off. Oswald Peraza, another shortstop, one hundred fifteen games, eighteen homers, thirty eight (laughs) steals. Like that's not. You know, that's that's no joke, 834 uh, OPS. And then uh, he got off to a slow start in AAA, 99 games. He ends up putting up very solid numbers, 19 homers, 33 steals, 259, 329, a 778 OPS. And a reminder, he got off really slow. And do with this what you want. It's a new level. Uh, you know, R. Joe's McFly DMs everyone on the Yankees like a, a thirsty uh, young man. Uh it was Oswald Peraza's first time ever playing in cold weather. Oh, yeah. He said it was his first time ever playing baseball in cold weather in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. So, as a 21-year-old kid. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe AAA pitching was also better. It could be a a, a litany of anything. Um, but it's going to be interesting to track him. And, yeah, there's, you know, uh, another favorite activity of mine is going and looking at guys that – that play on the Yankees the previous year. Like you said, Marwin played 85 games last year. In theory, that's going to be IKF. Um, Matt Carpenter played a chunk of games last year. Um, that Miguel Andujar played 27 games last year. So, at Started some, every time he was up. At some point, uh, and Peraza himself, 18. So, at some point, he's going to get a call. It's going to be interesting how much, and man, how fun would it be if... He gets a three-week run, and he puts something together. I mean, that's that's where this whole conversation can enter a very fun realm um, that I would I would love to get there. The other big prospect that's been on everyone's brain forever who had mm-hmm. a uh, unbelievable spring training at big league camp for the first time is Jason Dominguez, the Martian, Jake. Yeah. Uh, hit a cool 455 batting average in spring training at the big league camp. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Uh, let's see. He had, he went uh, 10 for 22 with three walks, only three strikeouts, 520 on base percentage, 1.045 slugging with his four homers and one double. Um. He is a nightmare. Currently, Fangraph's third-ranked prospect, 20.1 years old. He's going to start the season in double-A. If he hits like he did in spring training at double-A, he's going to quickly get bumped up to triple-A. Like, I think it's going to be a month or month and a half, six weeks, four weeks, I don't know, to triple-A. And then I am interested, I don't know, if like as part of the team, uh, fully, but as like a September, get some reps, see some at-bats, see where they're at, what Peraza got last year, what guys have gotten before, if he does get his first debut this year. I don't think it's incredibly likely, but I don't think it's completely out of the picture either. 
it's it's going to be interesting, right? I, I, I'm going to use Volpe for comparison. Volpe ended up playing a buck 10 at double A last year. Um, but, is, but he had someone blocking him. Yes, yes. Um, at one position where, in theory, Dominguez can play multiple outfield positions. Um, I, in Does my he play he- multiple? I thought he just plays center field. Well, if you're an outfielder, you can play the outfield, but they probably want him to play center field. Um, I, I still I think it's a different tone. I, I think it's less being blocked and more reps. Like, I, I think they'll want him to get reps at double A. He's, um, you know, he played 40 games at high A last year. Um, and he went off. That was after 75 games of low A. Um, he's the Martian. It's been rumored from the start that he's got all these tools. He and his 120 minor league games across three levels last year, 16 homers, 37 steals. So there's, man, there's this, all these kids are athletes, which is so cool to see. Like, we're stealing bases. Um, and, yeah, his... His overall minor league numbers are good. Uh, I think they're being lowered by some of his 18-year-old numbers when he when he first got thrown into, you know, pro-level games. After pandemic and all that. Right. Uh, but he, you know, he ticked up from low A to high A that, yeah, man, this, this kid can be on a special trajectory. He's 20 years old. If he can put himself on path for uh, starting opening day next year, he would be younger than Volpe. He would be... Younger than all of the twenty-one-year-olds by days, um, he would be the youngest Yankee starting outfield starting position player on opening day since fifty-two Mickey Mantle. So, yeah, if if he goes this year, I mean, are we going to do the same thing? Is it going to be Cashman uh, saying, "Hey, you're going to have a chance to make the team, kid," or you know, I I think you're not ruling out if he goes nuts, nuts, and the Yankees need help. I think if he hits, he's going to be in AAA. There's no center fielder in AAA. There's no there's no reason if he hits in AA to not just say, go do it in AAA. There's no one there. I mean, Florial's going to get DFA'd because he's out of options. He might sign back, but at that point, you're just wasting. It's, uh, it's not going to block anyone else from getting those spots. Right. And then who played center field in AAA last year? Lo Castro and Wade? Like it's, there's no one there. Yeah, you might have some veteran depth options there or something like that, but but they're but those aren't guys that you want getting in the way of Jason Dominguez's development. Yeah. Dominguez isn't playing behind them. No, Everson so, Pereira might be playing some, and he's a big prospect for the Yankees. But room for both of them. Let him go tear it up. I don't need him to get called up this year, but I need him to get a big chunk of at bats in AAA more than Volpe got last year. Okay. Unless he really struggles in double A. Sure. Like if we're, you know, halfway through and he's just hitting. How about move him up? How about this? The exciting news for us as fans and for Jason Dominguez is what happened with Volpe. Like Volpe did his job in the minor leagues. They had room for him. And they made the call after he proved it in spring. Yeah, so if you're Jason, changing. If you're Jason Dominguez, yeah, if you put it together for one more minor league season, you're going to have an opportunity to be on the team. Bader is in the last year of his contract, and we've got outfield spots kind of available outside of that. So, yeah, man, I, I think we've obviously been Martian fans from the start because he had a nickname. And 
you had to plant our flag in the sand with that. Um, yeah. That, yeah, it's, I think what used to be kind of daunting uh, about the whole game is, uh, is really exciting now with the Volpe news. And do the Yankees have any other prospect besides those two in the top 100? Um, I, I don't, I think they're going to come out with new lists soon. Like I think they do like once guys get the call and uh, the two guys that I think could be borderline, like you mentioned, Everson Pereira, he's an outfield prospect, um, that should slide up as Volpe graduates. (sighs) Um, and then Trey Sweeney's a guy the Yankees liked and was their first round pick. Um, Nice, sweet lefty swing that you you could start hearing about those guys. Like as as Volpe becomes Yankee, not prospect. I think those are going to be the guys you're going to hear a little more about on the farm. Yeah, but they don't. They're not like cracking the top 100, so they're not um, the same level. By the end of the year, they might be. Sure, but they're they're the same who graduates. Yes, but currently. Not currently on the list. Yeah, it's just as well as Oswald Peraza, Volpe, and Dominguez are the top. Waldachuk's on there, but he's not with the Yankees anymore. Correct. Austin Wells is on some of them. He is? He's hurt now, so maybe, well, I don't know. He might not be on that one. He was on, he's one of the guys that was on February when prospect lists come out. He was on half of the top 100s. We hit it quick in a couple of the Talking Yanks episodes. Him him getting hurt this spring was really tough for him because he would have he would have been on a somewhat path if he if his minor league seasons were high and tight that we could be talking about him. But his him getting a real injury in spring training makes uh makes this year real tight for him. Yeah, feels like uh play this year in the minors and let's let's see what you can do next spring, kid. Been on the show. Brando Mayo. That's the next 17-year-old kid if you guys want to start tracking the kids. You want another kid? No, he's just the next one. Okay. They already gave him a stupid uh, comp to like a Hall of Fame caliber player. Does he have a nickname? Probably B Mayo. I need a Martian-type nickname to be into him. Well, his nickname is Little Sheffield, but I think that's rude to do. You're comparing him to Gary Sheffield. Yeah, I need a... I need a not person probably name. won't even can't be his name can't be someone else's name i need a martian i need the freak i need the kid i need marlin that's a fish no because his name is brando and a translator excited to see marlin he's actually interesting there's been conflicting reports on if his name's brando or brandon mm. if it's brandon and they're I, just typing it as brando because someone left off a I letter i think i because his Instagram is Brando, but that's an Instagram. Mm. I believe, I think it got settled on its Brandon, not 100%. Comments will let us know. He's 17 years old. Yeah. It'll be next year he plays rookie ball. Get ready for the Spencer Jones hype train. Should get to double A this year. Big kid. What about kid. Bailey D's? What about Bailey D's? Uh, relief pitcher, high A right now. Drafted 18th round, 2021. Name is Bailey Dees. Is his name really Dees? D E E S is his last name. His first name is Bailey. He's twenty four years old. Bailey Dees. You think he's ever made a Dees? He hates it. He's not much for humor. That's tough. That broke him. That is tough news. Is that the best name out of all the Yankees minor leaguers? Bailey Dees. Sound off in the comments, people. 
Ian Hamilton. That's pretty up there. <laughs> All right. That's the rookies. Mostly Barraza Watch. Stay good. Brendan Beck. That's the name. Elijah Dunham. Oh, uh, we should have talked about Dunham. Yes, He's going to get traded. To a contender and then go be like a gamble type, tear it up for five years. I hope so. Kyle Battle. Mm. That's cool. Kay would love that name. Battle as a, I think he's a outfielder. 